Podcast Network. Podcast with plenty to say and none of the credentials to back any of it up. I am Jared Stormer of Maze and Brew. With me, as always, in our triumphant return to the airwaves is my hetero life mate, Andy Bailey. Andy, you immovable structure. You glorified obelisk. You wonderful example of humanity. How you been? Jared, you unstoppable force of love, power, and wit. It is good to be back, my man. How the hell are you? Dude, as good as could be expected. Uh, This is brightening the spirits. Just talking some sports, even if there are no sports, I gotta say. Um, Survived, obviously. Uh, Have not yet died from COVID or anything else. So uh, I can't complain, sir. How about yourself? Yeah, you know, being alive is always a good thing. It's always a plus. Um, I'm also alive. <laughs> also alive here. And it does feel good to talk about sports. It feels like we're making something up and talking about it, but that's never stopped us before. Yeah, that has never stopped us before. It will not stop us now. Uh, yes, so we are back. Uh, good to be here. We are going to do, in our return to the airwaves, I think we should do something special here. We have been annually drafting up the team, kind of how they did for – Harbaugh's first spring game and really haven't done since and uh, despite the fact that there will most certainly not be any sort of makeup spring game uh, we didn't want to skip out on the spring draft I guess it'll be a summer draft now so I think that's the route we're going tonight yeah it's definitely the route we're going and we're going to mix in incoming freshmen as well before we limit it to only students that were on campus in the spring but it's the summer now everyone's there basically at least in our minds and in our draft they will be I like it. I've got to get ready on some of those incoming freshmen, too. But, uh, yeah, these are usually an ordeal. Uh, If you've heard any of our past ones, we flip for first pick off air. We have already done that. Andy has the first pick. This will be the rubber match this year. We have done this since 2017. Um, And it pretty much goes back and forth every year. And then we kind of leave it up to you guys to decide who wins in the comments as far as who fields the better roster here. Um, other than that, rules, there really aren't any any rules here. Um, we're just going to kind of wing this thing. Rules? Where we're, go- where we're going, we don't need rules. We don't need rules, and they haven't really ever mattered to us anyway. So uh, with that being said, I'm ready if you are, my friend. I'm on the clock, I guess. You're on the clock, brother, with pick number one. All right. Well, looking through the team here. I'm going to have to go with my number one pick on the defensive line, and I'm going to go with Aiden Hutchinson. I like that pick a lot. Uh, He was a guy I was thinking of if you went the other way. So I'm going with my pick number one. Uh, I think far and away the best player on offense and maybe the best player on the whole team. I'm going to take Nico Collins. Pick number one. Oh, right at the wide receiver position early. At the wide receiver position, I think he's just, no, no matter who I get at quarterback, that's a target that I want on my team. Okay, well, I think I'm going to counter that and immediately go after Ronnie Bell next before you take them both from me. Yeah, you don't want to lose both of them because there is a bit of a drop-off there, we assume, before you get to uh, our number three. Um, and we've got a few good options for a number three wide out. So I will not, um, I will probably have to counter what you did on the defensive line and take Quiddy Pay. Smart. Like we talked about the drop-off with receiver, it's even more prevalent at defensive end. Yeah, you do not want to miss out on Pay and Hutchinson because then you're going with a guy like David Ojabo or Taylor Upshaw who's never really done anything. Okay, well, I'm going to 
I'm going to stay on the defensive line. I'm going to go Carlo Kemp at defensive tackle. Mm, I like it. Run on defensive line here. We were kind of talking about this off air, not to give away too much of my strategy, but I know you know the roster as I do that. Um, in the first string, you've got a really good Big Ten starting first string on the defensive line for Michigan. After that, it's a big drop-off, kind of like you said. Um, and because of that, I cannot let you take up the next guy, which is Christopher Hinton, um, that I think could have a big, big year. If you've seen some of the pictures of this dude in the offseason, he's a monster of a man. Uh, so I don't want anybody that's going to be on the backup um, defensive line going early in this. I know. I'm going to I'm gonna switch it up. I'm going to go offensive line, and I'm going to go Jalen Mayfield at right tackle. I like that move. Um, I mean – projected to be a first round draft pick for some reason and quite a few mock drafts that I've seen I was not expecting that I thought that was a little uh preemptive but he did start quite a few games for us last year and got better as the year went along he's got prototypical size pretty athletic kid I like that um well I'm not letting you get the other tackle even though we've got a couple I'm gonna take Ryan Hayes uh, a guy that you were super high on and remember I kind of thought you might take Hayes over Mayfield to be honest I thought about it, but Mayfield's tape, what he did against Chase Young when it wasn't just all scheme, really impressed me last year. And although Hayes is my guy, I got to go with Mayfield right now. Yeah, I may have to, to watch that tape. I haven't really watched much tape of late, but I'd like to go watch some of that. It's been enough time that I could maybe force myself to watch some Ohio State tape. For, force ourselves to get through it now. Yeah, I might be able to dig deep. There, uh, there probably is enough... Uh, PCP and and boxed wine out there to get me through it. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'm going back on defense, and I'm going Cam McGrone at middle linebacker. You have the best two players on defense. That worries me. <laughs> I, I had know. to go because linebacker is just so unproven right now. It's true. Um, there are some names there, and um, while I could go with the other name there that I trust, I cannot have you having the top three players on defense, so I'm going Daxton Hill. Can't have you have numbers one, two, and three on defense because I think there's a pretty clear top three on defense and then a little bit of a drop. I think so as well. I mean, it can get disputed, but once we get outside of starters on the defense, it's unproven but talented. Yeah, and I think there's a drop off from, say, Aiden Hutchinson, Cam McGrone, and Dax Hill down to that next level of Quiddy Pays and Chris Hintons and guys like that. I think so as well. Uh, with my next pick, I'm going to flip it back to offense, and I'm going to go Andrew Stuber at right guard. I like that. He's super versatile. Um, I don't like that you having first pick is really dictating what I'm having to do in this. Um, <laughs> that's a great pick, and I almost went him instead of Ryan Hayes, um, but you know Ryan Hayes can play tackle. Stuber can play your other tackle position. That's a really good pickup for you. Um, all right, for me... I am going to go – I'm going Dylan McCaffrey. You're doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I want my boy this year. I think that he's going to be the better quarterback option when it's said and done. Uh, I think that'll be a more polished passer than Joe Milton ends up being, and I think he starts if there is a season. Um, so I, I want the starting quarterback. We'll go ahead and book it because I'm taking Joe Milton. You can't let me grab the other one, which I would do just to be a dick to you and make you play Cade McNamara. I mean, he is first team all name, but I just can't do that yet. <laughs> you can't do that. And Joe Milton, I mean, specimen. Yes, yes. Talent, I mean, everything, the prodigy, the body, the build, everything. It's a quarterback competition for a reason. Yes, absolutely. 
Um, all right, I am going to go. I better go back on the line, and I better grab our boy, the milk carton man, Chuck Filiaga. <laughs> Glad he is still alive and off the milk carton. He is no longer missing. He's not missing. He's on my roster. Um, look, he's been on the roster long enough. I'm hoping Ed Wariner, with the proven track record that he has, can get this guy ready. I think he'll he'll play for us this year, and I think that people will be pleasantly surprised by Chuck Filiaga. It's a lot of human in old Chuck there. There is a lot of human in Chuck. That guy's a monster. Uh, I'm going back to the 18-year-old breakout star of last year. I'm going Giles Jackson. I like it. Putting a little punch on the offense there. Now Ronnie Bell and Giles Jackson with uh, Joe Milton throwing the ball. That's a lot of young young, uh, star power there. I like it. And Milton threw that touchdown pass to Jackson last year, so there's already a little chemistry there. He did. Wasn't the one he threw to Sainer still? It could be. I could be completely wrong in just making this up. I haven't watched football in six months. But for right now, my argument is this, although I, I think you're right. <laughs> uh, give me Ambry Thomas. I want the best cornerback on the team. It is Ambry Thomas by a wide margin. Yeah, that was going to be my next pick. So I love that pick, man. Ambry's a stud by far. I'm going to – I have to counter you. I can't let you just load up on the entire secondary. I have to go Vincent Gray. Yep, I figured um, this is one of the things where I wonder if this is how it happens when they actually get into the war room, if a run on things happens. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it has to because you can't just get stuck with Jermon Green and DJ Turner out there. You you have to have some kind of balance and back and forth. Yeah, you absolutely do. And the one year, the reason that it seems so lopsided in my victories because I had the whole starting offensive line and defensive line. And you just can't have that. I had a, I had a lot of talent, though, at receiver. <laughs> You were loaded at the receiver position, the tight end position. You had it all. Yes, I was uh, set then. Uh, your pick, sir. Yes, indeed. Um, all right. Let me let me take a look at the roster. Let me see what I need here. Um, still got plenty of needs here. Um, give me – I think there's a bit of a drop-off there. I want somebody that's the best at their position – and there's going to be some drop-offs in some other areas here. Um, better give me Josh Ross. My next pick. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't let you have McGrone and Ross. Uh, Ross, super competent linebacker. Uh, McGrone is obviously better, but having Ross in the middle of my defense, I'm not going to be too worried about the rushing attack. Oh, yeah, man. That's <laughs> that's a stud pick. Uh, let me see. I'm looking around. I'm going to go with Maisie Smith at my other defensive lineman. So I'll have Maisie Smith, Carlo Kemp, Aiden Hutchinson. Interesting pick. Uh, pure projection pick here. Yeah, he had some play last year, but I'm not going to go with Jess Spate and Luigi Villain's always hurt. It's a drop-off. It is definitely <laughs> a drop-off at the defensive tackle position. Uh, we were lamenting it at the end of last year that I thought it's a little bit under-recruited. Um, to have to rely on Maisie Smith, like if he doesn't hit, we're in we're in serious trouble at the defensive tackle position. So that's a good pickup. Um, I'm not going to respond to that because the drop off in talent has already been suffered. So I want to get somebody that's a starter on this team, and I better get I better get Nick Eubanks. Okay, I like that pick. Uh, you've got you've got two really good receiving threats. I need another big target. I don't know how accurate Dylan McCaffrey is going to be. So Nico Collins, Nick Eubanks, that's a lot of size. Grab some jump balls. 
Okay, well, I'm going to give Dylan... I'm not going to give Dylan McCaffrey anything. I'm going to give Joe Milton another weapon. I'm going to give him Mikey Sainerstrill at the other receiver. I thought about going Mikey Sainerstrill there. Um, and I like what you've got there. You've got a lot of speed over there on your side of things. I've got a lot of size. But Nico Collins, certainly not slow. Not slow. Um, certainly not slow. Okay, um... Let's refocus here and see where we want to go back to. Yeah, there's some drop-offs. Um, still need some offensive line help. Definitely still need some help on the defensive line. Um, I'm going to take... Give me Brad Hawkins. Ah, stop! <laughs> I think Brad Hawkins is a guy that is getting slept on and I think he's going to have a big year. Um this dude got better as the season went along and he was one that when you went back and watched some tape, you're like, Oh, he's not just like a, you know, an okay. Like he's out there holding his own. He's actually excelling and flashes on tape from time to time. Yeah, he really is. And you and I have been on him kind of since Notre Dame two years ago and he came in, got burnt, but really settled in and was a nice piece. So I really like that. Um, who's on your defensive line right now? Uh, right now, I've got Chris Hinton and Quiddy Pay. Give me David Ojabo at my other defensive lineman. Oh, boy. I'm running into some issues on offense, on defensive line here. Uh, yeah, once again, a projection pick, but I project Ojabo higher than some of these other guys. So I like the pick. I think Maisie Smith and Ojabo, once again, just names at this point. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but names that you got to look to and, uh, and, and be encouraged by. All right, uh, I'll do one more pick. We'll take a quick break. Sounds good, man. Um, go ahead and give me, man, there's just a drop off on the, give me, give me Donovan Jeter. (laughs) Thick man in the middle. Big man. It's, I mean, if it's now or never for Donovan Jeter on that team, if he can't make an impact on this year's team, I just don't think he's going to make an impact. So, um, all right. So we're about halfway through this right now. Um, right now I got to give the edge to you having the first pick is, is really big in this kind of controls where everything goes. It really does. Cause I've been responding to you with every pick thus far. I feel like so, um, strong start for you. Um, I might prefer Dylan McCaffrey over Joe Milton and a couple guys here and there. I like my safety tandem. Yeah. Right now your defensive secondary outweigh as like it kind of balances my defensive line. So there's kind of a wash on defense. Yeah, a little bit. And it might be hard for you to complete a pass with uh, what we assume is the inaccurate Joe Milton as of right now, but we don't know. But uh, interesting. Well, we'll break it down a little bit more, but we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back, finish this off right after this. All right, welcome back. We are continuing with our summer draft for the game that will never happen for the season that may not happen. But nonetheless, uh, this is a good exercise for looking at the roster and how we view it. Uh, You want to take a minute and kind of go back over our picks up to this point before we finish it off? Yeah, man, absolutely. We can kind of catch everybody up on what our teams are looking like now. Do you want to go back and forth with them, or do you want me to read off my team first and then yours? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and go with your team and then uh, tell me a little bit about what your thought process was. Okay, so I had the first pick, and I wanted to look at an area that wasn't super deep, just a position group that where – I can't come in later and get somebody, even if you go after them. I can. There's some depth to it. So I went with Aiden Hutchinson first, because defensive line, there's a big drop-off. And I slowly built my team from there. So right now, I have, on defense, Aiden Hutchinson, Carlo Kemp, 
Mozzie Smith, David Ojabo, Cam McGrone anchoring the middle, Vincent Gray at cornerback. And so, obviously, I put the strength of my team in the front, really going to be good against the run, going to get after the passer. I have the missile that is Cam McGrone. As you'll get into, you loaded up on the secondary, so I at least had to get one starting piece, and that's Vincent Gray, who is proven. Yeah, you got Vincent Gray there. Um, you're going to be really tough against the run. And then you also had a, a really good offensive line. So ever since that first year, I think we've both put a lot of value on offensive and defensive lines. Totally agreed with your thinking with Aiden Hutchinson, first overall pick. Probably would have been mine as well because there's a huge drop off there, like you said. Um, going over to my team, Nico Collins first, maybe a little bit surprising because it's a deep position group. Um, you came back and got Ronnie Bell there. Um, but after those two, there is a drop-off. Nico Collins and Ronnie Bell are stars in this league. Um, then I had to go Quiddy Pay to follow your Aiden Hutchinson pick. Cannot let you have both of them. Uh, <laughs> said a million times there's a drop-off. You went and got Carlo Kemp. I had to follow you again with Chris Hinton, so you were dictating this draft early on. Um, you got Jalen Mayfield. I had to get Ryan Hayes. Just positions that are really critical on the lines where you can't allow somebody else to double dip. Um, and then from there, I, I kind of changed up my strategy a little bit and went with a star in Dax Hill because you got McGrone and those guys, um, McGrone and Hutchinson. You got both the stars the way I see it. But where I think I got you is I got McCaffrey, you got Milton. So I think I got the starter on the Michigan team 2020 if there's a season. And then, as you said, in the secondary, um, I like your receivers more, too, with uh, Giles Jackson, Mikey Sainer still. Um, I've got Eubanks and Collins as my pass catchers so far, so just a little bit bigger options to your speed. It, yeah, it's definitely interesting how we're both building these teams here. Like This is definitely our most balanced draft back and forth thus far in the three years we've done this. Oh, yeah, for sure. No one's running away with this one. So, um, yeah, well, I think that's a pretty good wrap-up, sir. You would be up with the 13th pick when you're ready. All right, I'm going to go... Another position to need on my team right now. I'm going to go with Michael Barrett at the Viper position. That was literally going to be my next pick. God, that's a pretty good one. Um, probably a starter. Yeah, it look, looks that way to be there. And we haven't seen anybody new at this position in years. So it'll be interesting. It will be interesting to see. That seems to be the leader in the clubhouse. But uh, once again, just a name at this point. Uh, all right, where do I want to go here? I better go ahead and get another presumptive starter somewhere if I can. Um, and it's getting harder to find him. We've pretty much combed through this. I am going to go with Zach Carpenter on the offensive line. Well, I'm immediately going to counter that with Andrew Vastardis, who I prefer at the center. But this is a this is a Milton McCaffrey thing. This is a battle. And Reese Atterbury is also a stud and talented. But it seems to be between Carpenter and Vastardis in the clubhouse, and I can't let you have both centers and let year one happen all over again to me here. That's fine. I will finish out my offensive line by taking Nolan Rumler. Uh, once again, with Carpenter and Rumler, both kind of in similar positions. Projection guys, but no one's going to be surprised if one or both of these guys end up as starters. Uh, particularly Carpenter's got a shot there, but you said it could be Vastardis. Um, that's a guy that you've always preferred. A little more experience with Vestardis, higher recruiting ranking on Carpenter. So we'll see. This is an interesting one um, that really we won't be able to say who won this one until we see some of these guys on the field. Yeah, that's what makes this a lot of fun is a lot of these are still up in the air. Like we don't know who's going to be doing what yet. It's just, it's really a coin flip. 
Um, I'm going to go back to defense with my pick. I'm going to go with Sammy Faustin at my other cornerback. Uh, my favorite name of all of the cornerbacks. I, you know me, I'm a big cornerback guy, so I always watch the cornerback position closely. Sammy Faustin's a guy that I've been high on mostly just because his name sounds cool as hell, um, but just a name uh, once again. So uh, you've got Vincent Gray and Sammy Faustin at your cornerback positions. Uh, I've got Ambry Thomas at one. I mean, then you're just picking names at this point, so I might hold off. And I'm going to go ahead and go with Zach Charbonnet. Kind of surprised that he's been around this long, but that just speaks to the depth of the position more than anything. Yeah, absolutely it does. There's a lot of running backs you could go with here. I am going – God, I love Zach Charbonnet. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think he's the best back on the on the roster. I think I'm going to go with Anthony Solomon at my other linebacker. That's a really good position. Uh, give me Chris Evans. Okay, getting him back from the delivery service. Getting Chris Evans back from the delivery service. I need something to match the speed of Sainra Still and uh, Giles Jackson that you have. Chris Evans out of the backfield. Charbonnet and Evans. Um, yeah, you, you can't match that. Give me Hassan Haskins then. You almost have to take him. Because I will just to rob you of players. I was about to say, you, you need all the running backs because there's not many receivers you can start. Uh, no, but... I can take one in A.J. Henning. Yeah, you can. Once again, though, this is like our cornerback game. It's a name, and... It's a name, but A.J. Henning is one of the highest-rated, ranked recruits coming into Michigan in the Harbaugh era. This kid's an absolute stud. He's healthy. He's ready to go. Uh, This is as close as you can get to getting a contributor just based off a name, I I think. I'm surprised you took him over Cornelius Johnson. Uh, Cornelius Johnson, yeah, but I already have some size, and I don't think he's going to be the preferred jump ball target over Eubanks and Collins. I need some speed. Okay, well, I'm going to go with some height. I'm going to go with Eric All at tight end. Okay, I like that pick. Things are coming fast and furious now. A lot of names here, but Eric All's a guy we're both pretty high on. Uh, I think he could be a really, really good tight end. Yeah, we were very surprised with how much he started playing towards the end of the year last year, so it only speaks the volumes of what he's going to do moving forward. Yep, absolutely. Um, all right, man, you've uh, you've picked it clean. Give me DJ Turner um, to fill my other corner spot. I think he'll actually be the next corner off the board before Sammy Faustin, um, as far as like actually playing. Um but that's just based on just some whispers at this point. We don't really know a lot about who's winning those battles. or not, so. Yeah, okay. it's just there. some of these are just coin flips and honestly preferences, which is really fun because we'll see how it plays out. Exactly. I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with Carson Barnhart at left guard. Okay, I like that pick. Barnhart's another guy that sooner or later is going to end up on that line with playing time. Might not be this year, but I think Barnhart's going to be a player for us. So I do like that pick. Um, All right. I've got some holes to fill. Um, Now we're picking some young guys. Better give me... Give me Cornell Wheeler, freshman linebacker. (laughs) What a name. It's a, it's a name, and that's what we're going off of here. I'm going off higher-ranked, younger guys to fill my spot. Um, you got the linebacker position pretty well picked clean. So, All right. Well, I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with Jermon Green at free safety. He's Dax Hill's backup. I want to go with 
one of the freshmen, and one of the talented three of Morant, Moten, or Page. But Green has been talked about a lot last year. He's had some on-the-field experience, so I'm going to go with the seniority in this situation. All right, sounds good. I have got to go with somebody else on the defensive line. And, boy, oh, I think I need to actually go with Man, it gets tough now. We've we've really picked this clean. Give me the weapon that is Quinn Nordine. Oh, he's doing it. I'm going for it, baby. I take it all back. I take back years worth of criticism. <laughs> Everything we said, Quinn, just ignore it. We did ignore it. Ignore it. Ignore it. You had a 57-yarder against Bama. Ignore it. Well, until you completely screw me, I, I have to react. I have to go Jake Moody unless I'm going to be kicking field goals. Yep. Yep, exactly. Because um, I would totally do it, like I've said many a time. Um, Jake Moody really fell off a cliff last year. I don't know what that was all about. Um, but you have to kind of think it's just another mental thing, just like it was with Nordine. So who the hell knows which one of these guys is going to be in the right headspace to kick field goals this year? Just hopefully one of them is. We'll be trying to trade kickers halfway through the season. Now you take him. You take him. Take him. I don't even want a kicker. <laughs> Your pick, Donovan Jeter. Donovan Jeter kicking for me. I was. I said Carlo Kemp could be kicking him last year. Yeah, fine. Put in Carlo. It's his turn. Let him kick. Give him the ball to run next play. Good kid. Let him kick. <laughs> um, all right, all right. Who I need to pick here? I need to maybe get some more beef on the defensive line. Um, so I think that I'm going to go. There's just not much more. Like man, looking at this. Uh, this defensive line it, it's getting tough to project i'm going luigi villain baby luigi villain truther yes there he is i knew he existed i got quinn nordine villain and chuck filiaga all on my team voluntarily <laughs> this is like a fever dream this is yeah <laughs> really like when i took peyote in the, in the, in the desert with rob Lowe. <laughs> All right, well, I have to – I'm surprised you didn't screw me with this, but I'm going to fill out my uh, left tackle with Trent A. Jones. Trent A. Jones. I don't need another tackle. <laughs> but you'd do it just to spite me. You took Quinn Nordine. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I do need another tackle, I think. Let me look. You got Ryan Hayes, Chuck Filiaga, Carpenter, Rumler. Yeah, you do. I do. You're right. <laughs> that is unfortunate. <laughs> Do, um, take Joel Honingford. Do it. Do it, uh, you coward. You coward. No, just because you told me to, I'm not going to. And I'm taking my boy. I'm taking the guy I want to take. I'm taking the dog that is Andre Selden. <laughs> I want him on my team. I don't care who's playing left tackle. I want Andre Selden at my nickel. You laugh all you want. Andre Selden's going to end up being one of the best freshmen on this team. Oh, God. I'm glad you're enjoying yourself. He's going to be great on kick returns. Um, <laughs> I'll take uh, – I'm making fun of that. I need another safety. It's between the talented freshman or Quentin Johnson. Which freshman's ranked the highest, Page, Moran, or Moten? Is it Page or is it Morant? Um, I think it's actually – it's Morant or Moten, I think. Makari Page is the longer one. I think he's like six, six three or something. Uh, he's longer, lanky, and then Jordan Morant's just a pit bull. Looks like he might be able to play Viper. R.J. Moten's super well rounded. Who was the one guy? Was it whatever happened to Spider Sims? What school did he transfer to? 
Georgia Tech, if I'm not mistaken. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Some, are not, some are not that awesome. Okay. Uh, Macari Page is the highest. I'm going to go with Macari Page. I'm just going to go with some talent projection. Great name. Never met anybody named Macari, and now he's on my team. Yeah. I mean, if you took all three of those freshman safeties, one of them is going to be really good. I'm quite certain of that. Uh, my money's on Jordan Morant. That's the guy that I, I put my money on, but I've already got some safeties. I need to find somebody else on my offensive line. Um, and the pickings are thin. <laughs> Do it, Joe Hollingford. I think I almost have to. Um, actually, I'm going to take uh, Trevor Keegan. I like that pick. I like Trevor Keegan a lot. I'm going to take Trevor Keegan. Um, I think he's a little more suited body type to play at my tackle position. Here's the thing, though. When you started taking offensive line, guys, I didn't feel too bad waiting because the position is much deeper than it's been in years past. Yeah, and a lot of it's, like we said before, is just projection, so there's an argument for almost anybody. Yeah, there, there really is. So I don't necessarily know, or I definitely don't know who has the better offensive line here. Uh, the proven commodities would be Hayes and Mayfield and to a degree Stuber. Yeah. And I I mean, yeah, it's just, it's hard. Like, cause I have, so I have two proven commodities. You have one, but then you have the other projected starters and I have some backups. So it's really balanced. Right. Right. And projected starters means absolutely nothing. We'll see who actually walks out there. Um, Best artist is a bit of a proven commodity. I mean, he's he's played. Yeah, you could find you can find tape on him if you're really grinding tape with a Wii remote like Dave Gettleman. Um, That's the only way to grind hard enough to find Andrew Bastardis on tape. Do you have all your starters filled out? Uh, looks like it. I got a tight end. I've got two receivers. I've got a full defensive line. Got a full offensive line. Um. No, I need a um, I need a linebacker. Let's keep it going then. I'm going Blake Corum at my other running back. I like it. Uh, I don't think you you feel too bad about your running backs there, but I think that I got you with Charbonnet Evans a little bit over Haskins Corum maybe. Yeah, definitely because Corum's never played, and we know that Evans and Charbonnet can both go. Corum, Mike Hart is the easiest running back to compare incoming like freshman too it happens all the time and it's a lame comparison but Blake Corum is very Mike Hart-esque yeah he's got some dog in him too I love him yeah yeah he's definitely got some dog in him so I think he's gonna be a stud for us uh, I like that pick I need to get another uh, linebacker luckily we've recruited the position pretty well so it's just about taking one of the, the names and I'll take Cornell Wheeler you already drafted him oh, I already took Cornell Wheeler I need to take the other one that wasn't Cornell Wheeler which is Kalel Mullings <laughs> Whom? Well, Mullings is a four-star, bro. Uh, all right, man. Not this. I mean, I guess it's the name Mullings. It kind of throws me off. It's not the sexy name. Um, it isn't. Kal-El is also the name of Superman. So, <laughs> all right, point taken. Um, yeah. Well, I guess we're on to the the rest of the special teams, and I'm going Will Hart, baby. Two years in a row. Will Hart. You already have uh, Brad Robbins? Nope. It's B-Rob is yours. I'll take Brad Robbins. Um, who's returning kicks for you? Let me see here. Returning kicks is probably going to be Blake Cor- – oh, Giles Jackson and Blake Corum. I was going to say, you've already, you're have already you already set. You don't need to draft anyone there. Uh, I'll probably have A.J. Henning and, and Chris Evans returning for me, so I don't think I need to draft Maybe you have Ambry Thomas too. Oh, yeah, I have Ambry Thomas, so I'm covered there. Um I'm taking Cornelius Johnson, though. Oh, okay. 
um, to fill out my roster just as my last pick. If you want to take another one, um, he's too good not to get drafted. He might be the kind of the overlooked man with Nico coming back, but could be a good receiver in his own right. Yeah, I I think that's a good choice. He's too talented to just disrespect with not drafting him here. Let's see. Yeah, especially uh, to draft AJ Henning over him, which you called me out on a little bit, but a little bit. I, I had reasons. I had reasons for it. You did. You backed and you got them both anyway, so it worked out in your favor. Indeed. Yeah. If you want to make one more pick, by all means. Because are you st- you still take B Rob, don't you? Uh oh yeah, I still need to take Brad Robbins. Um. All right. No, I already did take Brad Robbins, and then you took. Uh, who'd you just take with your last pick? I took Will Hart, and I thought then you were going to take Brad. Oh, and then I took Brad Robbins. Yep. Okay, so, right. so then it's I guess me before Cornelius Johnson. It is. Yeah, you can have him if you want to. I ruined that draft order horribly. Since you had a double pick, this isn't a snake draft. <laughs> I think we did that one year where we did the snake draft. It gets so confusing sometimes. See, that's my it's, pick. Uh, it's my pick again. Um, yeah. Let's see. I'm gonna go. I'm going to go with Ben Mason just for when you need to power at the goal line and somebody to block. God, you're not touching the ball, but Ben Mason. Okay. And then this would be the final pick and it'll be Cornelius Johnson. There it is. We finally wrapped it up. Ben Mason can go both ways, play offense, play defense, do it all. Smash, smash himself with a helmet. He went a lot early. (laughs) That's mostly what he's going to do. He's just going to go Rob Gronkowski on you and start headbutting things. So I mean, what more can you ask for? I know. Keep the ornate China locked away when Brad, when Ben Mason's around. But he went a lot earlier last year in our draft because he was projected to uh, be starting defensive tackle. Yeah. So that was obviously not a thing. Yeah, now it's like, nope, never. I never want this guy on my team anymore. It's like, nope, don't want him. No, because then he came in and had some bad fumbles, couldn't quite fit in a defensive tackle. And uh, yeah, definitely the, the guy on the team I'd probably want to fight the least. But as far as a football player, I don't know where he fits really. He's going to block people. That's about it. End of story. He doesn't need yeah. to do anything else. Nothing complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Just let him go out and hit the next guy. Um, sweet. Let's run through these rosters really quick and we'll take a, an early assessment on who we think won. Um, early up at the draft, we kind of already recapped that. Uh, all the big names went off the board first. Um, some bigger than some others. Uh, defensive line. Uh, quick run on that. You've got the better defensive line, I would say. Because you got Hutch, Kemp. Um, I think David Ojabo is a sneaky pick there for you. I think that's going to be the Josh Uche of this team. I think so as well. They're really going to kind of unleash him in that position. I just I have two starters. You got a pair of uh, projected starters. I have two guys that played some last year to fill it out. And you have the projects we've been hearing so much about for five years in Valane and Jeter, which, I mean, could be fantastic. Yep. Um, I think you're going to have some trouble throwing the ball on my team with me having most of the starting secondary, you having the backup quarterback and the smaller receivers that are a little less experienced, whereas I've got the experience in the passing game. So one area I do think I'm going to get you in is the passing game. Um, Now you did, I mean, and then we, we talked about offensive line, maybe being just kind of a wash just for lack of knowledge. Yeah, it really is. Like I, we each have some experience centers, a toss up, there's some a, a lot of un, four unproven guys at least, so it really is a wash. And I feel like a tight end's a wash as well. All and Eubanks are both good. And they both played a lot. It's just it's we have different offenses for sure. It's just it's I don't know. I like where we're at and offensively, both of us. 
Yeah, mine's going to be a little more experienced, a little bit bigger. Uh, yours is going to be younger, a little bit more explosive on offense. Um, I think that you'll have a good – it'll be tough for you to stop the run because I do have Charbonnet and uh, Evans. I can do some different things there. But at the same time, you loaded up in the linebacker position and a defensive front. So you did a good job kind of stacking up against my run. So uh, it is interesting how, how that kind of lines up. Tight end, yeah, I'd, I'd take Eubanks over all at this uh, point, but all projects pretty high. Um, secondary, I would say, is a clear advantage for me. Linebacker, clear advantage for you. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then special teams is what it is. Running, like, I mean, it's close, man. I don't know. I think I don't know. I think it's preference. It'll come down to some guys like the offensive line guys. We'll see who gets the nod at starter. If I happen to pick all of the starters, well, that's not going to happen. Mayfield is starting for sure. And Stuber. Yeah, Stuber is going to be tough to keep off the field. Um, Stuber was projecting there for a minute better than Mayfield before he got injured. It looked like Stuber was the future star. People forget that about that guy. Um, but when he, when this was starting out, he was already playing better than Jalen Mayfield before injury. So that's a guy that if he comes back at 100%, that's that's you got really good tackles there in Stuber and Mayfield. Yes. Uh, potentially two NFL guys. Yeah, this will be really fun to watch as it goes into fall because players just came back with voluntary workouts this week. But as this goes into the fall, if football is going to happen, you and I are going to be paying a lot closer attention to camp than we already normally do just because of who wins this draft. I, yeah, absolutely, dude. 100%. If we weren't already paying attention, which I will be. First of all, you give me any sport right now, I'm going to consume it like heroin. I'm going to chase that sports dragon as far as it'll take me because I am I am fiending for it. Um, but yeah, this will just give me something else to watch for. Um, and one thing I'm looking at this and, and noticing is that I definitely have the harder hitting team, something Scott Frost would appreciate, with Dax Hill and Josh Ross there. So I'm excited about some of the hitting power I've got there in the back end. Some some dogs in the back end. And Brad Hawkins, who can lay some wood. I have the human missile, Cam McGrone. Say, yeah, say less. True. Say less. <laughs> Very well, then. It'll be like that, it seems. <laughs> and, uh, until we can revisit this. We always revisit this. Uh, we already revisited last year's spring draft. And you won last year, correct? I mean, it was pretty clear that you, you pulled that one out. Yes, I, as I often do, I pulled out and I won that draft and you won the one before. <laughs> uh, yeah, and something I'm less known for, but nonetheless, have done in the past. Winning drafts, you did win two years ago. <laughs> two years ago and the first year that we did it. So uh, it is my turn to win, but uh, if that's how it works out, time will tell. Hopefully we get a season to actually judge this and gauge this. Um, that's not the most important reason for the season. It would be lovely to have football at least. I've always said that no matter what's going on in my life, if I have Michigan football to look forward to, it will never be that bad. Just wait. We'll If wait. we don't have football, we'll just start drafting college mascots. That's what I'm just saying. We'll find something to draft. You and I will. You better believe we're going to draft something up. What do you mean the Clemson Tigers going in the fourth round? Are you stupid? <laughs> The police are at the front door. They said you were trying to draft some 12-year-old kids on the, in the parking lot. <laughs> this kid's got a lot of potential. Look at his wingspan. This kid's got real potential. He's got a cannon. Quit talking about the size of his hands, Jared. <laughs> yeah, it'll get real bad if you and I don't have sports for too long. Uh, it's, it already's gotten there. We're just going to draft whatever. 
just you know, stay stay tuned about. to the show. We don't know what direction we're going in. We're gonna follow football somewhat closely. And if we don't have sports and the world ends, you know, last ride's the best ride. We'll take you through it. We'll take you through it and, uh, you know, just be on the lookout because we may try and draft you to Vietnam for bo- out of boredom. But... We're going to draft listeners next. Join us. Talk about <laughs> this. You, you're coming in. I draft this listener. What is your th- Look at those stats we got. What is your thoughts on scaffolding? Go. Go. I want to hear it. <laughs> oh, man, brother, it was good, uh, good to talk football again with you. Good to be back on the air, even if it's uh, in uncertain times. And I'm doing air quotes because I freaking hate uncertain times. Nobody I would rather navigate the treacherous waters of a world without sports than you, my friend. Indeed, my friend. But uh, all right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, Make sure you like, share, subscribe, follow us on Spotify, wherever you get your playlists. Uh, make sure you download all that good stuff. Check out our all our Amazing Brew content. Uh, we are going to be putting out content, sports or no sports. We're going to find stuff to talk about, and we'll get real deep on this. Uh, tell us your ideas. We'd love to hear them. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, I'm Jared. That's Andy. This is Out of the Blue. We'd like to remind you that wherever you go, 